Welcome back to the R-Rated Podcast. The R-Rated Podcast. This week's guest is... Welcome back to the R-Rated Podcast. It's season three and I have a very special guest, Teresa Eschbacher, and we're in Austria. We are. (laughs) Um, first of all, to get started, uh, Teresa and I met at the New York Film Academy in Burbank, and it was love at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> Funny story, um, it was kind of like orientation, and we both, they were like, oh, walk that way to like, you know, sign up for whatever, all, like fill out all the paperwork that we were supposed to, and we were walking the same direction, we locked eyes, and she was like, where are you from? And I was like, Austria. And then she was like, so am I. But we look completely different. <laughs> so we were like, who's lying? <laughs> um, no, I'm just, it was, it was great. We, we bonded right away. And um, we ended up making a lot of short films together, worked on projects together. Um, she actually was my DP for Mika. So anyone who's watched that, she was the camerawoman. <laughs> so let's start with why you wanted to move to LA and tap into the film industry. How much time do we have? (laughs) (laughs) We have an hour, so. Right, so if you would have asked me, I think six years ago, which is literally a year before I moved to LA, I think I wouldn't have said that I wanted to move to LA yet. Oh, okay, yeah. It was very one step after the other. It was really weird how I ended up there. I never thought about myself um, being in film. Wow. So okay. the three things that I wanted to be is like a receptionist because I grew up <laughs> I in a hotel. Makes sense. We're in a hotel, by the way. Let's give a little bit right. of backstory. This yeah. is her family hotel. And Priscilla's visiting Austria and she was like, I'm in Salzburg. And I'm like, oh, my family has a hotel in Salzburg. And she was like, oh, do you have time? Can I swing by? And I said, of course. Was there something that inspired you or like, did you pick up a camera and you're like, I have a gift? <laughs> no, not at all. It took a long time for me to get comfortable with the idea of wanting to pursue something creative because okay. it wasn't really within the realms of my reality Mm -hmm. Um, because literally all I knew was the hotel industry in a way because that's how I grew up and um, yeah so it was weird I mean as a as a teenager I think I started um, doing things on photoshop and Mm -hmm. maybe I had a little bit of a small video camera um, (laughs) that I played around with and I remember that being like good times and stuff like that but I never really considered it as a career path for Mm -hmm. me it was just Mm -hmm. really not an option and that's what I thought at least um and then a small town different like upbringing like I feel like I don't want to say the dreams are smaller here but it's it seems very far-fetched to to be like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go to Hollywood yeah I just never really gotten in touch with it in any ways yeah so um yeah so then I ended up doing an internship when I was 17 Mm -hmm. and an communications agency and they were doing events so that made sense with the hotel industry a little bit right um but they also did amazing creative stuff because Mm -hmm. there were architects working there graphic designers um creative professionals that Mm -hmm. were amazing at what they were doing right so I was like wow this is really you can you can do that and have fun doing it and um it's like playing but Mm -hmm. it's also yeah, it's very it's very imaginative the work mm-hmm. itself. Um, so I felt really lucky to get in touch with those guys, right. and I was really inspired by how they 
yeah conducted themselves mm-hmm. how they learned about life etc mm-hmm. um and yeah what they did for work yeah so i was like wow this is really i enjoy being here and i enjoy working with those guys right. so i was like okay i'm i'm gonna join these guys afterwards um but i still was doing more i would say organizational stuff okay because this is where i'm coming from a little bit right i get um, it yeah so that, your, kind of a little bit of your background right so that made sense yeah it was like the way to get in as yeah, well yeah of course and but that was the time when i realized actually i could make a living off of a creative endeavor yeah. so i was like okay let's let's see what's out there mm-hmm. and first i was thinking okay maybe i want to be like a writer or something like that right. but then i realized i'm not that great at writing <laughs> i still do it and no i think it's fun it's fun i remember we had screenwriting class together and right. every every week we'd had to like having a, a new 10 pages like added on to like whatever we're writing like a short film or like a little like treatment or pro- like whatever the assignment was and right. it's just so interesting to read everyone's like 10 pages because it's so different like no one's gonna have like the same script really even if you're like oh like the theme is you know family you really can like dig into someone's brain <laughs> and, and kind of see like how they view the world yeah. or as they say it's like a I don't know a very expensive uh, type of therapy making films <laughs> so. oh my god yeah and how did you hear about the New York Film Academy and why did you choose to go to that film school specifically it's actually kind of funny it literally like I, I don't know like I was thinking about going to US and then I was like okay yeah. I have to go I first I thought about going to New York um right. and then the website okay. started popping up etc mm-hmm. and then I already knew I'm too late to apply to the actual colleges and stuff like that and New York Film Academy you can actually apply I think every couple of months yeah I think or so too. it was I think all the time in the year so I actually yeah. even started in January we both started yes. in January January 2017 which was a weird year I think to start or like time to start because usually you start in September September, with a regular um schedule and and all that but so they had that flexibility because I I was still working until September or October in Mm -hmm. Shanghai Mm -hmm. that's because I lived in Shanghai at that time Shanghai to LA but you're from Austria like we got diversity over here (laughs) I literally that's that's literally the reason because I didn't um yeah, I couldn't really apply for the other schools in time. Oh, okay, so okay. I was like, and I couldn't start on time either. So right. I, I would have needed to wait another year mm-hmm. in order to start with college. And I was like, I'm not going to wait another year. So that was a really great option. Um, and I also knew that it's not that difficult to get into New York Film Academy. And that's really tough they, in other yeah. schools. And that's I really have to say that because it sometimes feels like elitism um, mm-hmm. in order to even get to a place where you can learn in a safe environment yeah and it's so annoying because it's obviously you should know a little bit but also you should be allowed to learn from this and not know like from scratch yes um to be honest i didn't know much about like besides like trying turn on a camera and like the basic functions i didn't know like any technical stuff or like how to write a movie or direct or anything. Right. I think New York Film Academy is great for that. Like take, being able to take people that have no experience and also take people that are experienced. And I feel like that's a, it's a good learning curve for everyone. You know what I mean? It yeah. balances it out versus like feeling like you already have to know so much before even getting into Absolutely. school. And it's like, but how are you supposed to know this information? Like, I yeah. guess YouTube University. <laughs> no, it but, really is like that. Like if you look into European um, right. schools, it's, you have to have so many I don't know. Um, you said the body Vienna of film works so hard, right? Yeah, like exactly. It's so yeah. 
so difficult. Um, and and you, you need a couple of tries to even get into it. Yeah. And so it's really hard. And I just wanted to start working on it. I, I really that. wanted to learn how to make films. Mm -hmm. And I'm still obviously learning. Everybody's mm -hmm. learning mm -hmm. all the time. But um, that was really freeing that I didn't have to have like, I don't know, 15 films already made right. um, in and order to be able GPA to get in. Like to all get this. in, yeah. yeah and, like, community service so, hours <laughs> <laughs> right i don't know so that was really good um so i enjoyed that and yeah there was easy going and i loved like the first week when we started um yeah they just throw you right into it right and literally i think we started on a monday mm -hmm. with the whole like orientation thing and then on tuesday they told us okay on thursday you're gonna shoot your first movie yes and it was like a mise-en-scene yes um oh with for like a minute or half a minute literally like 30, know, 30 seconds, seconds. I think. it was pretty short but it was amazing we got our hands on like 60 millimeter cameras yes. which is obviously always an honor to film right. on film right um and and it was exciting because i didn't know anything about storytelling exactly. and they were like okay you just do mm -hmm. one shot and i was like okay tell a story in a shot well then we kind of we we partnered up a lot we, we work on a lot of stuff together but we also kind of worked with everybody you know it was a very team like class um yeah. it was a smaller class too so you really could work with everybody yeah for sure and I just remember like the first semester um we would always shoot in my condo in Glendale right. it we was, did like, a lot like, of short films a lot there. of yes a lot of scenes yeah. a lot of short films um, after we graduate well actually to graduate we had to do a thesis film and you Decide. Was it your thesis or intermediate? No, it actually was my intermediate. Oh my god, your intermediate. She went so hard for intermediate. I like. I did. I. Oh my god. Yeah, you're so right. Okay, sorry. Intermediate, which is actually <laughs> halfway through the program. This girl's like, I'm going back to Austria to shoot my film. I wanted to go back so bad with her, but um, I honestly financially couldn't afford it at that time. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to go to Austria. I was like, that is so cool. I wish I could go. <laughs> couldn't go. Um, tell us about your experience. Did you hire people locally or did you fly people out? How did you coordinate that? It was quite intense because for that I think we didn't have that much time to prepare it. We didn't right. have a lot of time to write it. Right. Um, so for your thesis, you have more time. But mm -hmm. I don't know, for whatever reason, I wanted to tell that story. And then <laughs> no, I decided to go to off. Austria. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, and so I didn't know anybody in Austria because I've been living abroad since I was right. 19. Right, was in Shanghai before this. Right, mm -hmm. so I didn't know that many people in Austria. And especially I didn't, I mean, I, I know but people in, in Austria, but yes. I don't know literally anybody like I, at <laughs> I that time I didn't know anybody <laughs> right right so so it was weird because I knew the people in Berlin so that was the agency that I worked mm -hmm. with um before so through those guys I found contacts in mm -hmm. Austria because they obviously had people that worked in film um and somehow that snowballed into finding the whole crew and they knew people and they knew people oh, so okay. I got really lucky there um, that I had those people in Berlin. But it's really important in general to have just a, a ton of contacts because mm -hmm. everybody knows someone that could help you. Always. So that, um, yeah, that really paid off that I was in Berlin at that time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was funny. So I actually first, mm -hmm. the first person I found was my Steadicam operator. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And because I asked him, like, do you know any yeah. DPs? Yeah, yeah. And then that's a that's a weird story again, like a weird coincidence. Mm -hmm. um, so he was like, oh, yeah, I just worked with these um, two guys that were um, shooting this commercial mm -hmm. over the weekend. Um, 
and her name is Heidi and his name is Paulo. Love it. Classic Austrian name too. Right. And then and then with uh, her Brazilian boyfriend um Paulo. Uh-huh. And they're like a DP team. Cute. And I should Love it. Right. <laughs> and I should I should check them out and then I yeah. reached out to them and then um realized they actually went to New York Film Academy in LA too. No. Yes. Wait, we I did not know that. That's right. crazy. What a small what are it the was, odds of that? crazy yeah <laughs> it was it was really crazy so actually yeah obviously we bonded right away because we had to see yeah. experience they did right. the camera program there um and i'm i did the directing program but they were like yeah sure we'll we'll work together on this project right. they read the script they liked it and then yeah from then from there we started preparing it but i think the toughest thing for me at that time was finding actors because my story Mm. was about Mm -hmm. a refugee family a syrian refugee family Mm -hmm. um that um yeah was relocated to this abandoned farmhouse Mm -hmm. in the austrian alps Mm -hmm. um and (laughs) exactly and then um so i was like trying to figure out how to find syrian actors or Syrian refugees that could be part of those um is there like a website for like austrian actors like you know like uh, right in LA, you have the casting or platforms. Or right. Um, yeah, I guess there are similar things to that, not in such a scale. Right. So here you have casting agencies. Um, oh, you do and okay. stuff like that. Yeah. So I actually reached out to casting people because um, I tried to like I even wanted to hire and pay them. Yeah. I was like, it's really difficult job to do. So maybe I need someone who's professional who I can guess, help me yeah, out there. I, yeah. Um, and. Yeah, they couldn't. Um, <laughs> it didn't so, work. <laughs> no, that didn't work. Uh, they all replied, being like, "This is um, too difficult to oh. yeah, too difficult to cast because it's like very specific. Because oh. you needed like I needed Syrian actors, right? Someone um, of more like darker tan complexion, maybe. Yeah, but also the who actually like not but also only act. <laughs> yeah, I mean that I didn't even care that much. Okay. I was like, it can be. Um, non-actors, non-professional yeah. oh, actors. Oh, I like that. Okay. Um, but I just needed it to be authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted them to actually speak Arabic, um, yes. ideally from the same area, because right. obviously, like every area has different accents and right. all that stuff. So, um, but then I ended up talking um, Austrian on the phone in a Starbucks <laughs> in LA, because how random is Curious the world again? Life is so random, but it always works. It's like it's great. It's like right. that just shows you like you never know. No, the universe just the universe works. Is it's miracles. I don't know. Manifest your stuff. <laughs> right. So I'm on the phone with a friend, and then this guy in front of me, mm-hmm. he turns around. He's like, "Oh, I'm Austrian too in LA," and and I'm Austrians like, "Austrians okay. in LA, huh?" <laughs> right. There's a They're everywhere. <laughs> Um, so I started talking to him and he's like, oh yeah, let's exchange, um, phone numbers. And, and he did a NIFA program because it was the, well, but it was a Starbucks around NIFA. Okay. So okay. That okay. made sense kind okay, of, okay. that he was at NIFA. So he did a, an acting program, oh. um, which was great because then I reached out to him. Yes. Because I knew that he was back in Vienna, and then I was like, "Do you know any Connected Syrian actors?" Yeah, and he just did a project with a Syrian actor. Shut up! Oh and, my god! <laughs> and, and that and that guy, he opened up the Syrian acting world <laughs> in Vienna. To that me. is amazing! Wow. So 
yeah that was so that's lucky cr- like, like i couldn't believe it so lucky but like also like meant to be like, right it's so interesting how that went down i didn't know it that really, that's really cool it really was meant to be um so yeah and through that guy i, c- I could actually do proper castings because mm-hmm. he had a couple of different yeah uh, options he himself couldn't do it because he did a comedy program in berlin or something okay. at that time and that's how i found my main actors mm. um the two parents right and then i was lucky because a family friend of ours um she's originally from syria but moved mm. to austria years 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 ago okay. um and and when the whole refugee crisis started she started working as a volunteer in a way for those family families yeah. to settle in in the countryside because oh, it's yes. not so she actually yeah so like a social worker i would say yeah. um and then i asked her like i need two kids at mm-hmm. the ages of six and i don't know 10 or something like that or yeah. seven or 10 and we're and, you know working with child actors is not that easy you have right. to have a studio teachers and i don't know well, if it's the same here in austria no no, no those those guys were not actors oh, they were okay. non-professionals um oh, so well, they did great can't even tell <laughs> right no they were amazing yeah. um but i also was lucky because the guy because i again like i was a very green director this was maybe my third project or bigger yeah. project or whatever so and then directing kids is something different mm-hmm. again um and I realized they need a lot of like, I don't know, at that time, at least, yeah. um, because they were non-professional actors. Um, in LA, you get professionally trained kid <laughs> actors. Right, so you do. that's, again, something different. But yes. um, so the main actor who played the father, mm-hmm. he was amazing. And he actually coached him a little bit because oh. I'm not an actress. So <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to do that. I can tell you what I would yeah. like to see and I can help you there a little mm-hmm. bit. But um, she really needed someone mm-hmm. to... Acted kind of like out, guide her, acted through, acted yeah. out in front of her, so right. she would understand. Um, so he did help there a bunch, and I'm really Teamwork. grateful for that. That's awesome, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and the little kid, he was very natural. Um, so yeah, he didn't. But it was funny because also he, I mean, how movies are a tough thing to do. <laughs> so so the day before shooting, um, the kid was like, "I'm not gonna do it." He wanted to drop just, out, like just to be stubborn, or like no, no, it was happened. Like... No, no, not at all. He was just like he thought more and more about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the story is about the little kid, like him, mm-hmm. getting sick. Right. And so he was really worried. He was like, Maybe I don't want to be sick because he took it too seriously. Mm-hmm. And um, we tried explaining it to him. Like it's obviously. not real. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah, that's what I was trying to tell him. Right. Like after every take, we can like I don't know play with a ball and stuff like that yeah so you try to compromising with with absolutely but it was in the end it was good because Mm -hmm. when we started shooting um he actually loved the environment and everybody was really kind to him and everybody tried to entertain him and (laughs) and it's obviously also exciting being on a film set oh my god having the lights around and the cameras and and all that stuff so he i think in the end really enjoyed it Mm -hmm. um so i'm happy about that but like it give it did give me a heart attack the day before (laughs) yeah, I was I'd be like, like, oh my god. <laughs> I was like, okay, this everything. is it. No, just kidding. This is it. My this movie's done. It. What about yeah. shooting in Austria for you? Like, what was that experience like? Because all your prior experience was in LA, right? Mm-hmm. Until this project. Was it similar? Like, what were like maybe some struggles that you encountered? Um, I think it was really great, actually. Before we were shooting all with um, mm-hmm. mostly film students, mm-hmm. so you're all learning together. Right. But I had to hire in a way 
more professional people. Yes, of course. So these guys were already done with film school. Yeah, um, yeah. We had a really great gaffer as well, who's done bigger mm-hmm. projects as well. Mm-hmm. I felt very um, supported mm-hmm. by that whole crew. Mm-hmm. So that was really that's huge. Great. Yes. Um, and they were amazing. I mean, the pictures are just stunning. Yes. Um, yes. The cinematography was amazing. Yeah. And so, no, that was all great. And I had um, amazing support by my family in mm-hmm. terms of like, catering which is always oh my god um, catering a like big issue up. yes i think yeah. like nobody really talked well big studios they don't really mention like the food but when you have to pay for it for indie films or like yourself us right <laughs> like half the budget seems to go to food and snacks i'm like oh my god it is crazy when you think about yeah, it yeah that that's huge having the help of um your parents your family or maybe right. even friends if if they joined in, I'm sure it was exciting for them too, like to see you in action in your home. And and, yeah, that was the other thing that's really nice. Um, I always call it the village mafia. (laughs) And it's, it's a little bit like that. Village mafia. (laughs) She also said another cool thing earlier where there's more cows here than people. (laughs) Right. It literally is like that. So the village mafia really like, I don't know that it's really, resourceful mm. um because i cannot call people and ask yes. them i needed um i don't even know how to explain it it's like a piece of wood it's like half a tree okay. um and then we had made a hole in it okay. and we put water in it i oh, don't know wow usually you use it for cows um in order <laughs> okay. to have like water. a place where they can have fresh yeah. water like um, a water bowl but like water it's a basin Shack. a water basin thingy <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's massive okay. but it's very typical to have in front of um like farmhouses or mm-hmm. like huts or lodges um in the mountains yeah so i really wanted one of those mm-hmm. because it was part of the story as well so it was actually integral for the story so yeah um so i call and i like oh my i was God. so overwhelmed with everything brother build it or something? no not my brother but actually my cousin oh so that's really sweet that's and really sweet yeah, so my mom was like, and I, I told my mom, I'm like, mom, I forgot to, <laughs> to, to arrange that like three days before the shoot well, or something like that. <laughs> and so, how long did it take to build? Like he did it within a day. It was insane. Everyone's suddenly so the, handy here. It's it's amazing. Next day like, it was inspiring. here. Oh, oh my god, and I couldn't believe it. Um, wow. So that's all. That stuff is really amazing. That any filmmaker knows, like that shit is expensive to have. 30 seconds of an name, like anything, like just those flashing lights, a real ambulance, like that's going to cost you. And she had one. And I, that was like one question I really wanted to ask you was how did you afford that? How did that go down? What, what was your secret? (laughs) No, it was really, really nice. Again, like that's totally village mafia. I told somebody, (laughs) I told somebody, I'm going to name this episode village mafia. (laughs) Right. That's what you need. Wherever, yeah, it's just it's all about community and helping yeah. each other out. Yeah. Um, yes, see that and... right there. It's all about community and helping each other out. Even it should, every film set should feel like that. Honestly, I don't know if it does necessarily, but mm-hmm. if you have that like backbone and that like team player like attitude, you really can create something beautiful. I've I've been on sets where the energy was very like big dick energy, like right. and it, it's like people were just butting heads. What was the, the whole like submitting to film festival process like for you? Was it um an easy process? Was it 
like a long pro like I don't know like what was your first step like the movie is done like what what was right. your first thing to like do with it now well I think it's worth to mention that it took me forever to finish the movie okay it took me I think four years I mean really? you have to mm-hmm. you have to submit it like, I mean you have to hand it in in school um yes. so I had like a pre-version um that didn't have the sound design done and right. the color grade I think the color grade was actually done but so there were a couple of things that I wanted to change and it took me forever to get sound design and music done. Yes. Like it took me three years for that. Yeah. And it's really kind of embarrassing to say that. No. Like it takes you four years to do a short film, uh, which it shouldn't. But <laughs> well, I think you're being very hard on yourself no. too. I mean, obviously things came in the way. And it's right. Like, that's like, are you going to just submit something to, or like throw something out there just to throw something out there? Or are you mm-hmm. going to like take, like have it be done correct? You know what I mean? And sometimes sometimes art takes a while right. <laughs> no but I was standing in my own way um there a little bit too because I oh, get, okay. got really discouraged by the first um couple of people that watched it and um, oh and, like teachers yeah, or, or teachers friends, as well family? friends like I had a couple of really bad um oh I don't know like this is interesting because people don't talk comments about comments or yeah so yeah. it's really hard like it's hard obviously the personal right um oh. yeah I mean I think at that time, I also really doubted myself in general because mm. it was, again, like it was still really hard to see myself in a creative role mm-hmm. um, and to accept that I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. So when I started getting bad feedback, I also started, yeah, internalizing that and being like, and oh, that totally do makes that as sense. A, as an artist, or you cannot because right. you take every little. Honestly, you can do everything right in a movie and it can be the prettiest, like, shot movie. It could be the someone. Is there's always gonna be some person that's gonna hate. Like that's right. just you're not gonna be able to please everybody, and not everyone's gonna always like agree or see eye to eye. But like, you know, if as long as you feel like I'm happy with this, and I feel like I told my story, or like this is something that I want to shine, can you really be mad at that? Like, you know, what no, I mean? <laughs> no. Now I'm much more it's kind different. to myself in a way, <laughs> um, and I realize as how hard be. it is to yes. make a movie, and I've been through it all, and I did all of that, and mm-hmm. I even did it from a different continent preparing the whole movie um and so now I'm really proud of it but it was it took me a really long time to to not be mad at myself for not mm-hmm. um being able to yeah to put on screen what I imagined it to be yeah. and I think the that's the beginning of making films really hard mm-hmm. is your expectations are up here yes. and yeah. also I mean, your taste is up here too because you're right. watching a ton of movies that are just incredible. Yes, and even but when you go to film skills... festivals, your competitors too. You're like, holy right. shit! I'm yeah. like, this is what's out there. I gotta like step it up. And it's like, right. but how do you? You know, it's it's. But it's your hard skills to... are still kind of down here, and right, <laughs> that doesn't match up yet, and that is really discouraging. So uh, you just have to, I don't know, um, do it gradually and be kind to yourself while you're doing be it. And be like, now we're at festival season. You're submitting. You said it took four years to complete it. Right. You're so, feeling a little bit down, but what brought you back up? Like what brought that inspiration back or, or did you shoot something else in between that maybe sparked it or. Well, COVID brought it back for one oh, reason. Interesting. Because suddenly I had no excuse not to work on it anymore. <laughs> okay so I had all this time and I was like okay now I'm gonna do this but also it was funny because I think what also helped me a lot is a friend of mine who I asked very originally to do the music mm-hmm. um he sort of came back into the scene because he didn't have time at at um 
like four years earlier right, right, when right. I asked him about it three years earlier. Timing is really everything, I guess, right? And, like, yeah. Know. <laughs> and then I sent him the cut um, because I was like, oh, do you want to watch it? And um, and I told him how frustrated I was. Um, yeah. And I didn't even want to ask him about um, making do, making yeah. music for it. I, yeah. I just was curious what he thought about it. And he watched it and he was like, oh, I really like it and his his um composing partner um they made the music and and then and then I found and then it was funny because my thesis was done before Mm -hmm. my intermediate Mm -hmm. so I made this other movie in between and then there I found a sound designer um and she was amazing and she she worked really fast and then she worked on and then she just like she also wanted to work on Earthshine Um, she worked on Night Glow my graduating project so um and she, she then started doing it, was almost done. Mm-hmm. And then again, she said, uh, I can't finish it because she had some oh, no. family issue <laughs> oh, that she shit. had to take care of, right. which obviously comes first. I get it. And then I was there, there again, like almost at the finish line. Like a, I'm like, another bump oh, in the road, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but then... But then I decided, so at that time, I didn't have money anymore. And uh, with COVID, I couldn't get any more money. (laughs) And then I decided to do a crowdfunding campaign. Mm -hmm. And again, like, thanks to my friends that are always supportive and to people I know. um, I did this crowdfunding campaign and they really, like, they they just showed up with all their money. (laughs) I took all their money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They they, they like the idea. They see something. Exactly. So it was really, really nice. And with that, I was able to afford a sound designer that I could um, oh, yeah, great. finish that could fin- finish the project. So I felt really lucky there. Wow. Um, and, and have you been submitting also Nyclo to um, I have. festivals? Yes, I have. Okay. Um, I got into one festival and then nice. I sort of stopped um, submitting it. Uh, okay. I don't know if it, I will pick it up again. Okay. But it's a little more difficult to submit it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very quiet it's a love story right um so i don't know like but maybe i'll, I'll yeah i mean i think it's a good good thing to point like you said it's, it took you four years to really complete this like mm-hmm. it was a, a longer journey, journey than you wanted but that doesn't mean that it can't still be successful can't right. so like maybe just it wasn't the right time like yeah. even if you release like it maybe wouldn't have done the same things that it's doing now you know yeah. so I think that's cool to point out because we're always like thinking about like now, now, now. Right. But I also have to say like what really, really inspired and motivated me Mm -hmm. in the end Mm -hmm. um, was just the thought of these um, Syrian actors Mm -hmm. being part of this and not having like the audiences to see it because I was like, I just want other people to see their stories in a way Mm -hmm. um and to see them acting because i thought they were brilliant um so i really wanted to have yeah the audience um be able to experience it yeah so that was my real goal in the end and actually i think timing wise it was the best um that could happen to me because covid would have been interfering with my festival run anyway so i was (laughs) able to start submitting it during a time when um actual festivals were coming we back actually attend and be mm-hmm. there yeah no that's it all ended up working out which is yeah. huge so now after new york film academy you graduated um what are you doing after graduation um so at first i really so i really enjoyed doing camera work um right. besides directing right because you've been talking about writing and directing these right. two projects so when did you gravitate gravitate towards camera i think 
quite early on um, already. It's funny because I always, to me, like, I always saw her as, like, I knew that obviously, like, you write and direct, but, like, I always saw you as camera because maybe that's how we were able to work together so well, so. I don't know. I didn't, (laughs) like, I can't remember a specific time where I was like, oh, yeah, I do camera. Yeah, yeah. Um, Not at all, but I just... But then you were doing camera a lot. I was doing camera a a ton, A lot of camera work, like. Yeah. And um, then even, like, producing too I mean like you said it kind of comes with when you when you direct your own project you automatically kind of become your own producer even if you don't want to I legit like purposely hired that role because I didn't want to but you kind of just get sucked into it and you it's good to learn it I mean the more you know about producing like it doesn't hurt you like it's the business side of film um and it's always good to know how to work with money so (laughs) absolutely yeah no for sure like I mean I come from producing because I did all these jobs before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um like in berlin and shanghai right. uh, i was a producer um right. so i understood that world and that world was really easy for me mm-hmm. because i've done it for a long time yes. um so it comes very naturally to me but it's not something that i technically enjoy like when i work a day in camera and i go home at the end of the day uh-huh. i feel really good about myself oh wow and i like that it's a great thing to be able to say right yeah. and um because with directing editor how you feel about it i have like a love hate relationship with it really because it's i think That's it's really tough um but it's I, I think it's just very i mean it's it's beautiful yeah um but it's very exhausting because everybody is. is trying to get answers from you yes. and you have <laughs> yes. to have all the answers in you a way you have to have the answers yes um so so that's I don't know and picturing it all and putting it all together um it's not that easy but but I still like it um yeah but I don't know if I could do it full time okay so yeah like now like if you like where like would you say I want to be hired like full-time as um as a DP or like what like what what is your dream now that you've tried all the different positions it's funny because I I really just want to be a camera assistant (laughs) But I seem to not get enough um, jobs there. But it's okay. Um, it, it can. Hey, we never know. Like yeah, next time I meet with you, like you, this could be happening. So right. like I don't know. <laughs> no, I really. I, I mean, I enjoy the technical part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, I mean, like I always get sucked back into writing and directing and right. DPing as well. So I really like doing my own stuff yeah. um, too. So I understand why it's really confusing for people to hire me as a camera assistant because they're like but you're doing all these other why things why are you like, directing yeah right so why why would you want to do camera assistant jobs um mm-hmm. but i really enjoy it and I, I like it as a yeah as a job um i can really honestly say you wear all the hats like to be able to write direct produce dp i mean script supervisor for my um my intermediate exactly yeah. i want to talk about something a little bit exciting i know you can't tap into it too much but okay. it's very exciting to, very exciting to bring up big projects that you were able to work on how did you get the opportunity to work on bigger studio or bit with bigger actors right. too john wick yeah. and dog with shanning tatum which you can now watch on amazon and you can, where, where can you watch John Wick? I think not, John... it's not out yet. <gasps> it's not out yeah. yet? Oh my God. It's coming out in March. Oh my God. Wow. I've never seen it. Like I haven't seen it yet. So <laughs> I, it was funny because that was during COVID. Um, right. And again, like, as I said, I wanted to work uh, as a camera person mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then COVID hit and yep. all my projects went away and all these small projects just 
dissolved in yeah. a way because they couldn't um, afford yeah. just a COVID department, right? And <laughs> just applying like everything, all the rules and yes. whatever. I knew I had to pivot in my career a little bit mm-hmm. in order to be able to stay in LA mm-hmm. and make money. Mm-hmm as people need to do to yes. pay bills. <laughs> right. Um, and and so I sent out my resume actually a couple of months earlier um, to a friend of mine nice. who I knew from Shanghai again. Oh my God, small and, world again. <laughs> I yeah, love it, I love it. It's all about networking. It, re- it really, it really um, comes down to networking. She sent it around and um, her previous boss and um, yeah, I got a call mm-hmm. from this PA and she was like, oh, do you have time for an interview tomorrow? Oh, and nice. and I was like, Fancy. okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> okay. Like, I, I was so, it was so out of the like, blue. Like, no, no. Yeah. Because, yeah, because I sent in the resume two months earlier or something like that. And oh, then, okay. so I didn't yeah, have any connection. Didn't, I didn't even think about mind. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And she called me and I was, and I, I couldn't even remember the name of the movie that she said. Stress. I didn't <laughs> know how she got my resume at like, that time. I was like, it? yeah, exactly. I was so confused. And I was like okay sure I'll do that yeah. thing yeah. whatever and then I didn't even know for what job I was applying <laughs> so I, I had the interview and then um obviously that cleared up things mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so it was for a feature film called Dog nice. um and the role of assisting the line producer awesome. um and yeah so that was really an amazing opportunity and obviously I took it because I was mm-hmm. like oh yeah at least I get to be on a big film and yeah in LA I, I knew I had four or five months left mm-hmm. um of my visa mm-hmm. um and then I said of course yes I'll, I'll do that yeah. and I was able to work on it and I really really enjoyed it I had an amazing boss yeah. and yeah so I, I met a ton of people did it feel were... very different from for you from like an indie set to a bigger set because so, like I mean I feel like you're kind of like climbing up climbing up the ladder right I mean that was still technically an indie set okay um but obviously bigger a bigger um, indie set right but it felt like coming back home again because mm. I started off right. on really big sets in a way um with like doing commercials right. and also with like doing these big big events yeah BMW, BMW and other mm-hmm. um brands so I was used to the professional on, yeah, okay. part yeah. of it. So that was like, oh, okay, now it I'm, I'm back with, yeah. with that crowd. I mean, that was very enjoyable. Um, I mean, it was very stressful too because it was COVID still. Right. And I don't know, every day you fall asleep with anxiety yeah. because you're yep. just trying to make it through the day without right. getting sick and getting yep. other people sick mm-hmm. um and having to shut down on all that stuff but yeah. um no but so I feel really lucky that I was able to do that and then my boss she actually took me on to the next project but just for four weeks because yeah. that was literally the only yeah. time I had left yeah. in LA so I did do help her on where the crawdads sing cool. um for a little while um so that was the two projects I did in LA and then while I was on dog um the um yeah the animal um trainers they sort of knew I was going back to Europe or yeah. had to go back to Europe yeah. and yeah. they uh learned that I spoke German Oh, so, yeah. so they were like oh our next project is in berlin um and they asked me if i wanted to join them so See, put yourself out there talk to, talk to everybody on set and I, and I was like i'm afraid of dogs <laughs> and you're and you're making a movie with like the, the, the supporting oh actor God. is a dog that's hilarious and it was like 
and I was like, I don't know if I can do that because I'm literally afraid of dogs. Um, so yeah, they took me on um, <laughs> uh, on John Wick Four. So I went to Berlin after I left um, LA um, to work on John Wick Four. Again, yeah, like it's yeah, it's, it's co- coming back home in a way too because I lived in Berlin for two years. Right, um, as right, well right. When oh I was my God, 19, so 19, 20, 21. Yeah. Um, and so that was nice being around yes. friends that I knew already. Um, and yeah, but it was again like a different experience because it's even it's even bigger than the one that I did before right. um in in scale like the people that were working on there were just incredible mm-hmm. um and and it's like I don't know in a way you're fangirling all day because you're like <laughs> oh my god yeah 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 <laughs> um can, can, can you tell us if Keanu Reeves is nice like is he cool? yeah he is yeah for yeah for sure like very nice very hey, professional okay okay um, that we love that we yeah. always love to hear a, a good review of the actors what about Shannon Tatum also please nice. don't disappoint me <laughs> also nice no they're all really nice because I was just I don't know drowning in paperwork in a way <laughs> um so the times that I was on set I didn't really see him though your visa ends and unfortunately you have to go back right so I'm in Berlin um Mm -hmm. having a quite nice time yeah there but then I um yeah and then the whole last year was just like I don't know weird I was really lost the whole last year because I didn't in my mind I wasn't quite ready at Mm -hmm. giving up on my LA dream in a way I get it um so but then also I yeah so it was really tough so I was in denial quite mm-hmm. <laughs> quite a bit um and it's interesting you know like you you go through different stages in life totally. and like, it, and, like really and this go. is just like a valley again yeah yeah you're like I'm, I'm hitting a low go, I'm hitting a low <laughs> I'm trying to not necessarily it's a low it's considered just, as anything yeah, bad yeah um it's just I don't know I I know that I have to climb up again yes. and because you you're not starting from the beginning again. It's, no. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, so I'm starting from, from a nice base. And yeah. I know things. I, I learn things. I have certain skill set that I bring mm-hmm. um, on the table mm-hmm. and exactly. and all that. But I also know that just the world in Austria is a little smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as easy to get into it. Um, the people are still super nice. And they're, yeah. like, I have to say they were really supportive so far um so I feel very lucky there but I can tell that there are just not as many projects um that yeah you that that people yeah. can work on yeah. and there are still a lot of people that want to work on projects and that are technically better skilled than me like for example in in um as a camera assistant in that in that case but there's um, always room for growth you know no, for you, sure there there's always going to be someone better at everything right that you do. If you're a team player and you're not as good they're going to pick you, you right know? no absolutely no I think it's quite interesting because now I feel like I've come to a point because I did the whole producing route mm-hmm. now again with mm-hmm. like the bigger sets um I'm trying to pivot back from it yeah um and obviously that's again like everybody's confused about what I'm doing um and <laughs> everyone's confused about what right really um it's always an issue you keep people. us on our toes like it's exciting it's like you don't who knows like yeah, she might tomorrow. be acting next year we talk I don't know <laughs> actually no. um, actually I just got past it yeah I'm playing sissy but, <laughs> but I I actually wouldn't say no to it. I think you. Oh my god! If you said no, I'd be pissed. Oh, You'd I, have to say we could do a crossover. Yeah. You could be Cleopatra and yeah. I. You know. um, <laughs> but 
no, it's, I don't know. So I'm, it, I think it's a good place in Austria to, to try to be a director. So yeah. I'm trying to go back to that and putting yes. more emphasis on that while I'm also trying to do camera assistant jobs. So, yeah. um, but yeah, because I feel like you're quite supported by the government, or at least like when you're really trying, uh, they support yes. your projects. Yeah. Um, so there's like more right. government funding um, available for projects like mm-hmm. short films, mm-hmm. etc. So I do enjoy that um, possibility. So I'm trying to slowly get more into that. Um, and yeah, um, I hope that something's coming out from from that route. Yeah, I don't know. It, we'll see. It will, and I'm super excited to see or continue watching your journey because it's just cool. Like two Austrians, we ended up right. in LA, and now we're back here. Right. <laughs> and I do think we'll probably work on more projects in the future together. So I'm super really excited so. about that. Maybe, maybe in Austria. Like, but thank you again for coming on the podcast. Um, thank it you was so, so much. good talking to you and. I hope you come back on and yeah. tell us more. Yeah, to be continued. <laughs> um, to sure. definitely be continued. Um, I honestly could sit here with you for two hours and right. pick your brain more, but um, I think this is a good good insight for everybody. And I will see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.